I just, I, I, I don't know anymore. This morning, I'm sitting here drinking my coffee, scrolling through my news feed. Typically, the news tends to slow down during the weekend. There's just not as much activity as there is during the week. But a particular headline caught my attention. Twitter users mock sports star over his failed attempt at transphobic tweet. I thought they were talking about a mainstream star, a mainstream athlete here in America, so I clicked on the article to see what it was about. The story was published by LGBTQ Nation. The focus of the article was on Dane Swan, a former professional rugby player in Australia. He co-hosts a podcast with his brother, who he tagged in this particular tweet. The tweet said something to the effect of, Today's been a rough day. Today I officially learned men can buy tampons. I've now officially seen it all. Now, I don't know if he was being serious. I'm pretty sure he was joking here. To be honest with you, I really didn't care about the tweet. It was the reaction that caught my attention. Grown men visibly upset over what seems to be a joke about tampons or whatever these things are, being marketed towards men. Check out some of these responses. Here we have another case of grown men, grown men, being overly emotional over something that really doesn't matter. One of these dudes said, I buy tampons for my wife and girlfriends all the time. I even collect coupons so we save money. Um, um... You know how many times I've bought tampons? 38 years on this earth. You know how many times I have purchased tampons? Once. And it wasn't by choice. My girlfriend was recovering from surgery, couldn't get out of bed for a few days. She actually had to give me directions over the phone where to even find the damn things in the store. As I'm reading that story this morning, I was asking myself, how did we get here? How did we get to a point where men are more emotional than women? It's a complete reversal of gender roles. Now, I'm not saying men can't be emotional if it's warranted, but this week, we have seen an outpouring of emotion from grown men. Skip Bayless sends out a harmless tweet, outpouring of emotion. This dude in Australia makes a joke about tampons, outpouring of emotion. I didn't realize until this morning how woke the tampon industry has become. Tampax has begun using they-them pronouns on their packaging. You know, to be more inclusive to the men who need their products. Um, I know I'm not a biologist. I'm not a doctor. I don't have a medical degree from Woke U, but I'm pretty sure a dude has never had a cycle. Again, how did we get here? Where does this begin? Maybe, just maybe, it begins at childhood, how you were raised. I grew up during the era where pop music was at its pinnacle. The 90s was a unique time for music. 60s, 70s, and 80s, they all had a distinct, specific sound to the decade. The 60s was all about rock and roll, peace, love, and Woodstock. The 70s was the disco era. The 80s was heavily electronic. These were all distinct sounds specific to their time period, completely different in the 1990s. Decades started with the grunge movement, Pearl Jam, Nirvana. By the mid-90s, gangster rap had taken over the mainstream. The feud between Biggie and Tupac, Bad Boy versus Death Row. Towards the end of the decade, though, the tone of music softened a lot. 
at least the majority of the music being promoted in the mainstream, went from thug life and fuck the police to as long as you love me and I'm a genie in a bottle. The late 90s was dominated by boy bands and pop divas. NSYNC, The Backstreet Boys, 98 Degrees, Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera. One of the reasons Eminem exploded in popularity in the late 90s, besides the fact that he was a white rapper, he was the antithesis of the pop bullshit. I can remember watching TRL, Total Request Live on MTV. When Carson Daly had one of these pop artists on the show, The Streets, The Studio... It would be filled with teenaged girls, screaming at the top of their lungs, fainting at the sight of Justin Timberlake. Back then, you went to a Britney Spears concert, it was the same thing. When I was a teenager, me and my friends, we weren't listening to Britney Spears. We were listening to Jay-Z, Limp Biscuit. The pop music industry was catered to teenaged girls. The obsessive fans following the artist through the mall, waiting outside the concert in sub-zero temperatures, hoping to get a glimpse of Britney Spears. It was mostly teenage girls. Which is why I was somewhat surprised by this video I saw this morning. Olivia Dunn is the most popular college athlete in the country. Her popularity has absolutely nothing to do with sports, athletics. I would imagine 99% of her fan base never seen her compete. Olivia Dunn, she sells sex appeal on social media to horny teenage boys. Now, I'm not knocking her for it. She doesn't post anything distasteful. She's a smart businesswoman. Just like NFL, NBA players have a limited time frame to make big money, it's the same in the business of sex appeal. Eventually, women age out of the business. Olivia Dunn capitalizing while she can. Five, maybe ten years from now, someone else will take her place. I actually have respect for Olivia Dunn because she's not afraid to call out the bullshit. A couple of months ago, Kurt Streeter from the New York Times published a hit piece on Olivia Dunn. He was criticizing her for taking advantage of her name, image, and likeness. She is hurting progress for women. She's selling sex appeal instead of athletic prowess. Yeah, it's called business. If Olivia Dunn relied solely on gymnastics to make a living, she would be standing in line with Jamel Hill for woke welfare. You know why players in the WNBA aren't making millions of dollars on Instagram? Do I really need to explain it? I know this is a tough concept for shitfucks in the media to grasp. Men, or what they like to call cisgender men, we like looking at beautiful women. We don't like looking at women who have thicker beards than we do. There were plenty of sex symbols in the 90s, early 2000s. Our friends might look up pictures of Jessica Simpson on the internet, but we weren't waiting outside her concert begging for a lock of her hair. Back then, dudes just didn't do that. Friday night, the LSU gymnastics team, they were on the road in Salt Lake City competing against Utah. Olivia Dunn, she was in attendance, but she wasn't competing. She had a torn labrum. The arena, the arena was packed with young dudes chanting throughout the entire competition. We want Livy! We want Livy! To appease some of these lonely dudes, Olivia Dunn took pictures with them afterwards. Pretty harmless, I guess. I mean, none of these dudes are interested in gymnastics. They came just to take pictures with Olivia Dunn. I cannot imagine any of my friends doing that at 18, 19 years old. 
we were more interested in the girls sitting next to us in math class that we actually had a chance with. But hey, I guess every generation is different. After the competition, the young women were leaving the arena. All of them except Olivia Dunn. After watching this video, you'll understand why. What the hell was that? What the hell was that? A group of young men behaving like young women. I expect that kind of behavior from 15-year-old girls, but a large group of young dudes obsessing over a celebrity? I've never seen anything like it. Like I said, there were plenty of Olivia Dunn's when I was growing up. Britney Spears was a hell of a lot more famous than Olivia Dunn is now. When you went to a Britney Spears concert, there wasn't thousands of dudes singing Oops, I Did It Again. These dudes are obsessing over a young woman they will never have a chance with. I would imagine they go to bed at night with dreams of marrying Olivia Dunn. What the hell are they doing thinking about marriage? Girls dream about marriage. Men dream about success. If this is the future of this country, we are screwed. Can you imagine one of those kids serving in the military? They would be asking the enemy for a fucking autograph. Numerous gymnasts at Utah and their parents, they have spoken out about this bullshit behavior. One mother said she and her daughter were leaving the arena. They were swarmed by a group of dudes begging for Olivia Dunn. This entire competition was ruined by these lonely dudes constantly chanting. I don't blame the parents for being pissed off. Your daughter bust her ass to become a collegiate gymnast. You travel to watch her compete. The entire event is ruined by a bunch of horny dudes spanking off on Instagram. When I was 18, 19, 20 years old, if my dad and my uncle saw me behaving like this, it would only happen one time. 20 years ago, if one of those dudes was in our friend group, which that would not have happened, but if it did, we would burn his ass so bad he would never do it again. People wonder why this country is so sensitive. This is why. I don't know. Maybe I'm behind the times, but this shit would have never happened 10, 15, 20 years ago. My generation was bucking authority, burning down shit at Woodstock. This generation of dudes acting like fangirls over Olivia Dunn. Give me your thoughts on this. Sound off in the comments below. Make sure to like and subscribe. Click the notification bell to receive all notifications from the channel. Best way to contact me is by email at btlkc84 at gmail.com. KC underscore BTL84 on Twitter. I'll see you guys tomorrow.